I must have done something terribly wrong for him or her to treat me this way. No, it must be my fault. How could it be this bad? What can I do to fix it? Maybe uh, I need to uh, change my job. I need to change my location. I need to gain weight, lose weight. I need to do this, that and the other and probably then the narcissist will stay. They won't leave me. Do you resonate with these kinds of thoughts? Have you ever asked these questions and have you tried desperately to retain the narcissist? If your answer is a yes to any of these questions, then probably it is the shame induced by the narcissist that bound you with them. The narcissist traps you through guilt tripping, through creating a sense of obligation and you feel like, no, you need to fix it. They make you the sole savior of the relationship. You feel totally forced to do something about the situation because deep down you're convinced you are the sole cause of all the issues. Let's talk more about this dynamic in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how shame binds you to a narcissist. If you are eager to learn more about this dynamic and how all of that happens, please make sure to subscribe before we begin. Because as I always say, your subscription helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. Also, push the bell icon to stay updated with, with everything latest that I post over here. For us to know where this shame comes from and how it is created, we first need to understand a very important concept called cognitive dissonance of self. You probably may already know about cognitive dissonance about the narcissist, which is basically the compartmentalization. One part of you sees them as the monster, yet the other is still confused about the nature and just holds on to those good memories. Cognitive dissonance of self is the confusion that gets created about your personality. You start questioning who you are because the person that you become in the rela relationship and the way you behave do not match with who you actually are, who you originally are, who you were before meeting the narcissist and how you used to behave. There is a conflict, there is a contrast because before meeting them you had a certain set of moral values and you knew what you will and won't settle for. But in this relationship the abuse chipped away at your self-esteem, your self-concept, your confidence and everything that made you up so much so that you started settling for the things like them cheating on you and still taking them back. They kept convincing you that you are a monster, you are the perpetrator. Everything bad that they themselves are was projected on you and unfortunately because of the complicated dynamics of such a relationship and the kind of influence they have over you, you like a sponge took in all those messages and suggestions and your new personality was created. You stopped saying no, you stopped having wants and needs, you just agreed to keep the peace, you stopped speaking up, you stopped showing your true self to them because every time you did, you were rejected, humiliated, humiliated, belittled, abandoned, neglected, cornered, given silent treatment to and stonewalled. That kind of treatment activated fawn response in you, which is a survival mechanism. When you appease the perpetrator, the abuser, in this case, the narcissist, to avoid their displeasure. You kept saying yes, 
but at what expense? At the expense of your self-worth. Slowly, slowly you started fading away and your existence started getting filled with the shame they projected and they induced in you. Ultimately, you got dissociated from yourself, meaning you were not able to recognize yourself anymore. People have told me so many times, I don't know the person that I have become. And they are so angry at themselves and they ask questions like, how could I let it happen? How could I not see it coming? How could I let this person treat me this way? It wasn't in your hands. Let me give you an example to understand this better. Let's say you are made to go through extreme starvation. You don't have access to food for days and your body starts to eat itself. First, it attacks the fat, the accumulated fat, then ultimately its muscles. You really lose a lot of weight and ultimately you look like a skeleton. By any chance, you're able to survive this this catastrophe. And later, would it be okay or the right thing to do to blame yourself? Like, how could I do this to my own body? Of course not. Similarly, this fawn survival mechanism is beyond your conscious control. When you were in that moment, you were driven by your survival mechanisms and the narcissist control. You didn't have any choice back then you had the illusion of choice because the narcissist shaped the environment to make it seem like you are doing it to them, you are doing it to yourself and everything is happening because of you which then filled you with shame as I was explaining earlier. That shame drove you to do everything that you did, which is accepting their behavior, taking them back again and again, going back, apologizing, begging, just crying, doing everything in your capacity to make the relationship work. That was out of your trauma bonding with them. And they liked to have such a deep control over your emotions. It was because of your shame they were able to hold you under their rather keep you under their thumb. Talking further about the dissociation they create, you are completely detached from your original self. Your moral values are just destroyed. Your moral compass just keeps rotating to find a direction because there is no direction at all. And then you rely on the narcissist as the sole agency that knows how to function in this unpredictable world. The thing is, they destroy your capability to think for yourself. Why? That is Because that is what a parasite wants and that is what they do. They want to take over so that they can lead you, but indirectly or in a subtle way to make it look like you are doing it when in reality they are. It's really complicated and very deep, but that is exactly what happens. Out of this disconnection from your true self, you end up making mistakes such as maybe let's say going out with someone else even when in a relationship with a narcissist and this is controversial but you need to understand when you are deprived of love care respect for years and you get just nothing not even the bare minimum of course you're going to go to other places to find that warmth which is not to say cheating is okay but what i'm saying is you do things that you would have never ever done and then when you later leave the relationship, it feels so bad. You feel so mad at yourself and you say, well, see, this is what I also did. I should punish myself. Yes, the narcissist is right because 
I behaved badly as well. Context always matters though. You have to ask yourself why. Yes, I did that mistake. The behavior was not right. It's not acceptable. But why? Why did I make those mistakes? The mistakes that I would have never even dreamt of making had I been with a healthy partner. These are the questions that matter and these are the questions that will set you free from the shame and the guilt that you're uh, carrying. Because it is the shame that the narcissist first induces in you through extreme gaslighting and convincing you that you're the crazy one. And then you act out of behavior, which is basically the cognitive dissonance of self. You do things you would have never done otherwise. You settle, you settle, you keep saying yes, you keep giving, you keep giving and they keep taking and still it's not enough. Your self-esteem just it just goes all the way down. Your self-concept is destroyed. What you are left with? Massive amounts of confusion, unclarity, not knowing what is real and what is not. Blaming yourself con continuously and consistently. Thinking, well, maybe I was the cause, so I should do something to fix it. Going back to the narcissist and wanting them to give you one more chance. This is how disastrous it is to go through a narcissistic relationship. A narcissist's way of living is purely parasitic because they attach themselves with you and then enter your body, feed on your organs, on your emotions in this case, on your vitality and then leave you like a shell and then blame you for being a shell. And the crazy thing is you're convinced you did this to yourself because of your issues, your past, your baggage, your this and that. And then that shame drives you to keep giving more even when you have nothing to offer. This is such a big mental and psychological trap that you have to set yourself free from through understanding what actually happened to you. That was it for today's episode. I hope you found it insightful. If you did, let me know in the comments. I'll talk with you in the next one. Let the healing begin and continue.